Welcome to yet another episode of the Keep It or Change Cars podcast. It is proudly brought to you by Change Cars, which is the most trusted online car buying platform in the country. You're looking for a car, you're looking for a bike, whatever it is, you'll find it on Change Cars. And the nice thing about it is that you will not get scammed. So every dealership that gets on there is vetted and it comes from an OEM. So you don't have anything to worry about. We've got two special guests in the studio today. Um, I'll introduce the first one, Patty Talyard. So Patty, for those of you who don't know, is literally a woman of power in the industry. I respect you, Patty, like a ton you, of respect. Thank you. um, you're, not, you're not alone, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just an all-around good person, in my opinion. And I appreciate you being here. Thank you. No, thanks Mike for having well. me. Thank you. Hey? Thank you both. So you're from Williams Hunt. Always. Always. Yes. Sales manager. Yes. Encyclopedia when it comes to cars. I, I, motoring, basically. I'll I've, try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've sat down I'm before trying, and I, I've learned a thing or two from you. Thank you. Yeah. And then we've also got another special uh, guest slash member in studio, Michael Pursuit, the man be behind here. Change Cars. Thank you. Always good to be here. So he goes by Carpedia. That's, that's the nickname I gave to him um, on the podcast. Patty, there is nothing he doesn't know about motoring. Ask him what happened in 1976. He'll tell you. What happened in 1976, Michael? It was a big change from cross-ply tires to radial ply tires. And of course, it was a Soweto rides, but that's separate. We're only talking cars. Like how, do you, how, do you, how do you store all of that in your brain? She's wow, I'm, I'm absolutely blown away. She's speechless. That is so, so, yeah, what a memory, my goodness. to share this podium with you. Thank you. All right. So the first question we have today is from Sean, who's in Bethlehem. Sean has just turned 32. Um, he says, yeah, that's his age. And his question, along with three more questions, um, are the reason why we have you, Patty, here. So I think you'll be apt to sort of guide Sean and point him in the right direction. Michael as well, but that's why you're here. So Sean feels like there's no one in the motor industry that's giving the right advice for the customer and they're giving the right advice for the dealership, right? You've seen this? Of course. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? I think from the outset, I think you will agree with me. A salesperson is there to do what his title says, and that is sell. Mm. Often, I'm not saying always, often they are upselling stuff that they shouldn't be selling. You're in the industry, you're in the trade. I think you could answer better. How often have you come across your colleagues, whether competition or working with you, selling a customer something that you say, does Mr. or Mrs. need this? Every day. But on the flip side, mm. there is the NCA, which dictates that it is law that the VAPs have to be offered Correct. to the client. If not, we are in breach of that law. Okay, so for but someone who doesn't know what VAPs is, what is VAPs? Value-added products. Value so value-added added products. products would be your extended service plan, extended warranty, upgrade to maintenance plan, tire and rim warranty, protector, whatever value we can add to the transaction mm -hmm. which can benefit the client in the long run is a value-added product by law we have to offer the client the value-added product and on delivery whether it's cash own finance or finance the client has to sign a disclaimer that these products have been offered to them and not just added to it not just added have been offered to them and explained to them and they have chosen to either accept or decline, or decline. And that is a legally binding document because say now you're in an instance where you burst a tire in a pothole within the first month of having your vehicle. Oh, but my car vehicle. was brand new. I didn't expect this. Mm. Correct. Now, 
there's a product called a tire and rim warranty. Obviously, mm-hmm. there are various insurance pro- uh, companies out there that offer various insurance products, and they've got their own terms and conditions. But basically, what it boils down to, it's a three-year plan, and within a certain amount of time, if you've popped a tire, the wa- tire and rim warranty will replace the tire free of charge. And then it's percentage um, replacement value thereafter. Now, if you look at what some tires cost, and you've got a tire and rim warranty that's cost you, for example, and I'm sp- saying this as an example, not as fact, 3,000 rand. And you've got popped a tire that costs you, if you're lucky, 4,500 rand. Can you relate? No. Of course. But you, something that's interesting, I'm sorry to interrupt uh-uh. you, but what Patty said, that it's the law. Mm. So your average person goes into a dealership ready to buy the car, 650,000 Rand, but that 650 becomes 675 with license. Correct. Mm. However, he's under the impression that salesman X is trying to upsell. Right here. It's law, it's got to be offered. Remember, mm. you do have the right to decline You have it. the right to decline, but you have to be informed that these options are available to you because Mr. X has popped his tire. He doesn't have a tire and rim warranty. Why wasn't it offered to me? He, oh, okay. Now he turns around and, and he's at a bra and he said, just, you know what happened to me? I popped a tire, cost me 10 grand to replace my tire. Yeah, it's a very expensive. But, um, <laughs> well, and I had to just make a plan and get the money because I can't drive on my. Oh, I I popped the rim and I've uh, the 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 side wall mm-hmm. of the tire and I've got a repair kit because I don't have a spare wheel. But the repair kit only repairs the tread and not the the side wall. And I had to fork out X amount of money. And another guy says, "But hold on, I've got a tire and rim warranty, and that takes care of a large oh, percentage sure. of the cost." And then he turns around and says, "But hold on." Why didn't I know about this? So there's no site like so hindsight. That is why it's that now is why, law. But salespeople are not qualified to offer these products. Who needs to you, do that? An FNI? Your FNI. So anybody NCA accredited can offer you these products because they're insurance products. They fall under the NCA. And now when we talk about the word FNI, just as a matter of interest, for a layman, how many people will know what FNI stands for? Yourself? Off the top of your head, would you know? Finance and fi- what? It's finance, a finance and insurance. Yes, yes. Finance, finance and insurance manager. Hundred mm. percent. But, but they now refer to as business managers. So they are actually bank representatives on a showroom floor that deals with your finance and all aspects of the money side of your transaction, and that then in turn turns sure. a showroom into or a dealership into a bank floor because we have a bank okay. representative yeah. on the floor, and that is why we can sign contracts. You say they are accredited. By accreditation, what is their accreditation? Well, they study. They study their proverbial behinds off on all aspects of the finance and insurance. And they have to do courses, updates and courses on a regular basis. So wow. they've got to keep up to date and they've got to earn a certain amount of points for NCA accreditation. And depending on how many points you've earned through your studies, you then either can work under supervision or you can work on your own, and do various aspects of finance and insurance. You know why Carpedia knows everything? <laughs> Tell me. Because I listen. I promise <laughs> you. I'm learning. Have I, you learned? I, I, love, I love learning. Mm. I mean, I think I have a fundamental knowledge of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But the, the fact that they go study and the fact that there's regular, what do you call it, updates, that's Correct. incredible. Yeah. What else does Sean want to know? That's good. Um, well, financing is the other one. Um, mm. But then... The ultimate question is, do you guys think value added or VAPs is a good thing? Should someone 
Well, it depends. Take those things? It depends entirely on what the value-added product is. There mm. are so many on the market that we have to offer to our clients. Mm. So Personally, what would you because say is- I've been through the experience of popping a, a sidewall on a tire yeah. and no tire and rim warranty, and this actually happened to me over the December period, where we popped, we were on our way down to Peter Maritzburg. We had to take the R103 because N1 was, the, what what's that highway to Peter Maritzburg? N3. N3. That that high that one yeah that yeah. was closed yeah, so yeah the N one yeah so we had to take the R one hundred three and that road that those those are not potholes they those are holes. craters they sinkholes yeah they, they, it's it's something and we hit a pothole in the hybrid and the hybrid has got a repair kit because obviously you've got the lithium battery the repair boots. kit is for a puncher, a puncher. not yeah. for a destroyed yeah, yeah, yeah. tire yeah so AA roadside assist was there in a flash and we got flat bedded to the nearest tire um, was in Warden. Warden, Warden. Yeah. And we sat there on the pavement for five hours waiting for a tire from Ladysmith. Wow, wow, wow. And that is why for me, and that cost us a pretty penny, which was not in the holiday budget, but excuse that's me where, very that's much. That's where this prepaid mm. protection comes in. But from a VAPS point of view, and mm. it's many, so the tire protection, mm. I fully agree. One of the things, and I don't sit on the fence, Patty, if people don't like my opinion, it's fair enough. Yeah. Paint protection. What the hell is paint protection? Your opinion on paint protection? If you've got a black pearlescent vehicle that looks absolutely magnificent on the showroom floor mm-hmm. because it gets wiped and polished every single day, 10 times a day. You drive it out, there's a few little drops of rain and all it does is just create big splotches of dust mm. and you see it a mile away. There, I would recommend a paint protection because what the paint protection does is it actually puts a layer over that metallic, pearlescent black paint. All you then need to do is take a hose pipe, wash it down, and wipe it down with a chamois, and it's back okay. to nice and glossy. Personally, other colors, I wouldn't. In my <laughs> my dealership, particularly because of the vehicles arriving from our manufacturer, and they're covered in stickers. And we found that removing the stickers does at times tend to damage the paint. We professionally remove stickers with a paint protection. But right there, and sorry to interrupt, that was my point. The vehicle, you see it on the truck. You've got all that plastic. You pull that plastic off. It's got that wax that comes from the factory. You're getting paint protection for free. Correct. Whether you want it or don't want it, it's, it's a choice. Would you like it for free or would you like to pay for it? Correct. Mm, tough one. I'm going so to take it for free. So we, we don't have a choice. We mm. and, and that is for me to yeah. get the vehicle's showroom, showroom ready mm. and make sure that whatever sticky stuff is on there has been removed professionally, not by my wash bay ripping it off and ripping mm. half the paint off with it. If we have not answered Sean's question, we, we'll try harder next time. <laughs> we'll try but, harder But I don't time. think we can try harder. Mm. So I think, Sean, you've gotten all the answers. Uh, If there's anything else that you may need, email us. We'll sort it out. Want SA's leading insurance? Visit changecars.co.za and click on the discovery logo. All right, so our next question is from Milani Faree, who is a single mother of a beautiful young girl of 13, and she lives in Mulder's Drift. Now, she didn't give her age, which is fine. So what Milani would like to know is... Why, whenever she takes her car into a garage, which is Nissan in this case, um, does she feel like they're always trying to upsell her service items, right? Now, Milani has added that uh, the car that she bought was new in 2019. And as of the end of March this year, the car only has 26,000 Ks on it. It's a brand new car. 
So she feels like they're always upselling her service items. Mike Paddy, do you agree? So I had the pleasure of speaking to Milani, mm. and I totally understand where she comes from. Cars doing six, 7,000 kilos a year, which is a quarter to half of low to average mileage. Mm. Cars stand in a garage at night. She says the car is running beautifully. She takes it for a service every year. Mm. They want to replace her wiper blades. Something small, rubbers on a wiper blades. If that car is doing 25,000 kilometers a year in the sun all day, wiper blades can perish. In her mm. case, they not. Her battery, this was another example, mm. four years old, they told her, ideally, being a lady, she doesn't want to get stuck, should she uh, change her battery after three years? My answer, very simply, if mm. it's not giving problems, it's not going to give problems. It doesn't go from nothing to something. It will give you warning signs. Mm. Yourself in the industry, do you find that your workshops uh, try and just add a few extra service items in? No, but they do have to make her aware of what might happen should something go wrong. So they've Instill got to... Instill the fear of God into people. I get it. No, I not, get it. No, 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 it. I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Clients need to be informed. So if the rubbers, just as an example, and I'm not saying that that is the case here, if the rubbers perish, of course. They, they don't have to be used, they perish. Mm. So, so they have a lifespan. They have a lifespan. Your battery has a lifespan. That's why your, your factory warranty on the battery is only for one year. It has a lifespan. Your brakes have a lifespan. It's all wear and tear items, which are not covered under your service plan while they are doing the service. They have to check these components and they have to give feedback to the client and say, listen, you've got X amount of kilometers left on your brake pads. Do you want to replace them now? And the client has the choice to accept or decline. Your battery is three years old. It only should have a lifespan of about a year, but it's three yeah, years a, old. A battery will have a lifespan. I mean, a battery can last up to eight, even ten years 100%, if it's being used depending regularly. Depending on how it's being course, used. Of course, of course. We have to inform the client because if we don't, and something goes wrong, the client will come back to the dealership and say, "Why did you not tell me?" that this might happen and then we've got litigation on our on our case very interesting point and that's why mm. there's always two sides to the story mm. there's one thing i pride myself on mm. i don't sit on a fence mm. i'm a consumer and i'm a motor dealer mm. i service my own cars when i say i service my own cars i don't mean i get my hands dirty <laughs> i take them to the agent where uh, where it should go land rover mm. nissan whatever the case may be mm. i personally have seen google mm -hmm. i get phoned with stuff that under no circumstances should be discussed. The flip side of that is, I get what you're saying. Imagine young lady takes her car for a service, something goes wrong a week, two weeks after service, and she says, now why didn't these idiots even tell mm. me that this could possibly go wrong? So there's always two sides. There's always two sides. But would you possibly agree with me that ladies, and again, I do not believe that ladies are the weaker sex. I truly believe they're stronger. But... I do believe in the motor industry, ladies do get taken advantage of because of a perceived lack of knowledge. Your, Look, your feeling? Um, I, I got taken advantage of recently. My battery was changed. I replaced the battery myself. Car went in for service and the battery lights were still on. So that needed a reset. That needed a reset. So what do they do? It took the new battery out, put another new battery in. Are we talking about a brand new battery? Brand Two new weeks, battery. three weeks yeah, old? Two few weeks old. So, I mean... Well, by law, whatever part they remove mm -hmm. and replace from your vehicle, you have to get back. Oh. Yeah, yeah. By law? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So and whatever, if they remove, if they replace your brake pads, mm -hmm. they have to give you, when you come to take delivery of your mm -hmm. car from the service department, they have to say, here is a box. Mm -hmm. There's your old brake pads. There's your old wipers. There's your old battery. These are the items we replaced. Do you want them? Or can we scrap them? Can I tell oh. you why I'm laughing at you? I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Uh -huh. Because it's a no-win situation sometimes. Yeah. I get my car back from a service. Beautifully in plastic, uh -huh. in a box, is all the old stuff, whether it be uh, spark plugs, uh -huh. brake pads, etc. And the first thing that goes through my mind is, can't these idiots just chuck this stuff away? <laughs> no. But there's a reason, and it no, makes complete Because you showing me if you, if that I it's been done. Yeah, if mm. I give you an invoice and say, I've replaced five spark plugs on your vehicle, and you're going to say, but why? Mm. Where are my spark plugs? I want proof that mm. you sure. actually replaced them and that you're not just charging me and I've still got the old spark plugs in the car. That's why. But this is what for me is so important, how we are learning. Mm. So you've got a plastic bag in the car with a little box. Why is it? You've mm. just told us it's by law. We've charged you for X. Mm. We've delivered X. Otherwise, we charge you for X, and we. how do you know we've delivered it? Do you think anybody's going to go into the engine and open up spark plugs no. and say, oh, okay, they've done their job? No. So very interesting. But, but it's interesting that you guys say that because I've never been offered that. My dad has always taught me to ask for that stuff. You so have that been I ripped know. off your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, no but, but then you ask for it because, and that's why I'm asking the question. Yeah. When they replaced your new battery, yeah. did you ask for your battery? No. Didn't even think of it. Didn't what did they do it. with your brand new battery? Exactly. Now you see, where, to the now next you see yeah, where my probably. mind is going. Yeah. They've replaced a brand new battery with a brand new battery that wasn't in your mm. mind necessary. Mm. Where's that brand new battery? You're going to sell now, it to do the you understand guy. the thinking that goes behind all of this? Mm. You replace something. Here's your old stuff back. That's it. Do you want it? Do you not want it? If you don't want it, we will scrap it. If you do want it, here it is. And... Milani is lucky that she is being offered or that the, the dealership that she services her car at is actually taking the time to check that all her safety, mm. um, you can't call it a product, but all her safety features, if you want to call it that, are checked and she has a report back on them. Because there are a lot of dealerships that don't do that. Mm. They do the service and they say, there's your car. So for me, again, yes, everything about perception. Mm. You either perceived you're being ripped off or you understand why something is being done. So I mean, interesting, you, right? Hundred percent. Mm. You go to a restaurant and say, hi, guys, just want to check, has anybody here got a nut allergy? The reason I ask you is all our food is prepared with nuts mm. just to let you know. The chances of them getting it wrong is zero. But if they didn't tell you, the chance of somebody having a nut uh, allergy is real. Milani, glad Patty's here. Glad Patty's here. You've got a good problem, Milani. For them offering you all these things and telling you you might need to change this or that, it's a good problem. Need advice? Visit changecars.co.za and click on the Keep It or Change Cars tab. Our next question is from Yasin, who's 44 years old, from Polokwane in Limpompo. And he's upset, right? He's got a problem. Petersburg for our older viewers. I'm not old enough, so I wouldn't know. Polokwane for our younger viewers. Polokwane for our younger viewers. So Yassin feels that um, he was misled when he bought his Toyota Corolla, which, which has a service plan currently, um, but certain items were excluded from that service plan. He says he's purposely not going to say which items were excluded, as you would love to hear from the experts in studio, you guys. Um, what should be excluded, if anything? 
in, in your guys' opinion? So, Yasin, I haven't had the pleasure of speaking to, so I don't have the answer mm. that he thinks we have. Mm. Very, very simple. I will guarantee you one of the things that are excluded is the brakes. Anyone who owns a car will know every service, possibly, or every second service, you will need to replace your brakes. On a service plan, brakes are specifically excluded. We will talk about the differences between a service and maintenance plan, mm -hmm. but I will guarantee you what has upset Yasin is he took his car in for a service, mm. they needed to do brakes, to there's, for them. there's extra. He mm. might have a diesel. Believe it or not, a diesel filter is not mm. included in the service plan on certain Toyotas. Wiper Why? blades is a serviceable item, mm -hmm. but it's a wear and tear item. Mm. So this is where we'll come into wear and tear maintenance service. So would you say wiper blades are not included? So wiper blades are guaranteed not included on a service plan. No, they're not. It's a wear and tear item. Wear and tear item. Yeah. Mm. So your motor plan or maintenance plan mm -hmm. would cover that. Oh, I so see. But I then also you would need to, if you're upgrading to a maintenance plan, you would also need to read the terms and conditions course, course. because very many maintenance plans only replace brakes at 30,000, not at 15,000. And that's to stop abuse. Mm. But in mm. this particular case, so let's just put Yasin's mind at ease. Firstly, Toyota is as good a company as you'll get anywhere in the world, mm. especially in South Correct. Africa. Correct. They have done nothing whatsoever wrong. There was no promises made that haven't been kept. There was mm. nothing misled. Toyota, having said that, are one of the few manufacturers that offer a service plan as standard on the vast majority of their products as opposed to a maintenance plan. If you took BMW with their maintenance plan, Audi with their freeway plan, those are full maintenance plans that are far better in terms of covering servicing needs. Okay, can we just very briefly, the difference between a service and a maintenance plan for someone listening? Google, con know. Google controls us for a reason because he's <laughs> in control. We just all over. <laughs> Your service plan covers your basic services. Mm -hmm. Depending on whether it's a minor or a major service, it will cover your oil filter, oil replacement, fluid replacement, pollen filter, aircon filter, and flat rate labor. Mm. That's it. That's a service plan. That's your service plan. Okay, maintenance plan? Maintenance plan will cover your wear and tear items, brake Brace. pads, mm -hmm. shock absorbers, windshield wipers, okay. anything that you need to replace because you are. it's a machine, mm. there's wear and tear. Mm. If you need to replace anything that is needs replacing under as a result of wear and Correct. tear, that will fall under the maintenance plan. Your warranty will replace or take care of whatever malfunctions mm -hmm. as a result of manufacturer error. And that's where your gearboxes and clutches and things like that come in. On condition, it's not driver abuse. And believe me, we can pick it up. Of course, of course. Wow. So if you look at, let's look at two premier brands, mm. Audi and BMW. The maintenance plan for BMW and the freeway plan for Audi. Five years, 100,000 kilometers on both. On Audi, you can extend it to 10 years and 300,000. But let's look at the five-year 100,000. Within that five years on a maintenance plan, if you service your car to BMW agent or an RMI, which you'd have to be an idiot to go to an RMI when you can do it at BMW. At BMW? Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it regular servicing, anything that breaks in that five years will be covered by the maintenance plan. What you're referring to, and I think it's important to know, is you can buy aftermarket maintenance plans. Mm -hmm. That falls outside of the manufacturer's terms and conditions, but 
certain things are in line with. Mm. Read it very carefully. You've got to. So I've had yeah. a five-year maintenance plan with uh, BMW. Everything's been covered. Mm. Now they give me a quote to extend it. I'm just using a thumbsack figure, 60,000 rand. Oh, my word, too expensive. What do I do? I go to an aftermarket company, 35,000 rand. Wow, much more palatable. There's a reason. There is a reason. Would you agree on that? I absolutely agree. And you know what? Absolutely. A lot of people do just take them blindly. And when something goes wrong, you find out they don't cover that. They don't cover that. They don't mm. cover that. Or they only cover a percentage. Am I correct? Of course. So I'll give mm. you an example. And this happened last week. Mm. Client phones in. We've got an advice line called Keep It or Change Cars. They just wanted mm. advice. They can get a service plan for 185 Rand per month. Mm. Okay, 185 rand per month. Now, you don't have to be a mathematician to work out that's 2,200 rand. You can do nothing but change your oil and your oil filter with anything but superior grade oil. Mm. What is it going to cover? Don't be in for a surprise when your service costs 8,000 rand and you pay 2,000 rand for the year and they're only covering 2,000 rand worth of items. Are you seeing that yourself uh, as well? I actually experienced that when I had my own car because I was financed through the bank, one of the bank insurance companies phoned me and said, listen, do you want to upgrade to a maintenance plan? I said, okay, I'm listening. Yeah, we will cover your brakes. And there was a few other items. I said 100% and this will cost me how much? They gave me a figure per month. I did the calculation over 72 months. I said, wow. So you're telling me my brakes are going to cost me I can't really can't remember the figures, but let's say offhand ten thousand rand. Said I've just replaced my brakes for one and a half. So yes, there are companies, and I don't know where they get your number from. I don't know because with the Poppy Act, dealers do not. You're popular, Patty. Just they, remember they that. They do not. No, no, this has nothing. To, this is like mm-hmm. whoa. Um, and I just thought to myself, this is not an option. The numbers don't make the sense. The numbers don't make sense. But the numbers talk about the numbers. And what they offer doesn't make sense. And that is the difference between a used car and a new car. A new car, all these plans are super cheap because it's taking into account the part of the service plan that's standard on the vehicle. It's taking into account that it's a brand new car. What could go wrong? It's taking all of those factors into account. As soon as you've got a pre-owned or a used car, they take into effect when was it registered? What mileage have you done? Now, okay, it's this car. So at this mileage, your services are going to cost you this. Your your parts replacement mm. is going to cost you this. Your labor is going to cost you this. And blah, your price goes up. So it is imperative. Look, we cannot advise clients on what to do mm. and what not but to do. But you can guide them. You can, you you can give them good advice. You cannot guide them. No, we cannot then advise. Then they need to find keep it or change cars. There are legal implications. You cannot tell a client what to do or advise a client what to do. All I can speak from is what I would do. And I would, if I was buying a new car that only had a service plan, I would definitely look at a maintenance plan or a motor plan. But also then bear in mind, what mileage does do you do? Do you do 20,000 a year? Because now you're above average because the average mileage a year is 15,000. When looking at a maintenance plan, look at the mileage you put on, how often a year do you service your car, and what is it going to cost to replace your brakes, etc., as opposed to the maintenance plan, and can you then rather have money in a kitty that you can rip out if and when you need it? 
Okay. Now, interesting. One thing that's guaranteed, you are mm. going to service your car every year. Mm. That's just annual Correct. service. Mm. But mm. the mileage is so, so key. If you're doing 10,000 kilos a year, that's low. You're going to replace your brakes every two years, three yeah, years yeah. possibly. Mm. But without a doubt, if you can upgrade your service plan to a maintenance plan, do it. It gives you that peace of mind, all-encompassing, brilliant. But Yasin, you've not been... Uh, you're not being, you're, you're off, not being ripped off. Toyota that's why we looking have these geniuses you. in studio. Right? Change Cars proudly endorses Absa Vehicle Finance for your dream car. Right, so we've got our final question in, and it comes from a guy named Simpiwe who's from the Northern Cape. Is there a name for the Northern Cape that I don't know about? Yeah, so one of the nine provinces, <laughs> but we call it the Northern Cape. Okay, good. Or the Northern Cape. The Northern Northern Cape. Okay, <laughs> good. So he says he's from a town called Katu and says Katu. that. Is it katu? Yeah. Katu, katu, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, in many ways, the town is like Timbuktu. Literally, everything's boring. Nothing ever happens there. So what some people would like to know um, from you guys, us, is whether it's critical for him to service his nine-year-old car, which is a Corolla Quest, at the agent, since the car is out of warranty, it's not convenient for him to drive to the nearest dealership, which is 50 k's away from him. So how does he play this? Is it critical? So this is interesting. If you take it for some Piwe specifically, mm. being a Toyota, definitely not critical. Reliable Runs car, keeps running. parts easily available. Everybody can work in a mm. Toyota. If he said to me this was a Renault, I must be honest, I'll give him a different answer. But in this particular case, I think the nearest dealership to Katu, do you know where Katu is as a matter I've of interest? absolutely no idea. So Katu is a mining town. And they do iron and ore. There's a place called Sishin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to Katu. Mm. It's not quite as boring as he said. There are, uh, there are bookstores in there, <laughs> but they call them cafes. The they nearest are. Toyota dealer is Kuruman. Lovely mm. dealership, but it's 100 kilometers there and back. Toyota, personally, service it in Katu. Guaranteed there'll be a local service Who person. Who has space. Yourself, what would you have said? I would absolutely agree there's no necessity to go to, um, or to drive the 50 kilometers to, to the, the Toyota agent. dealership mm. because he is driving a Toyota. Mm. As you said, they don't break, parts are readily available. If you can find a good technician in an RMI workshop close to him, he's quite safe. Now for our listeners, RMI. Mm. Percy, do you know what RMI stands for? No, do you know? I did. Uh-huh, and I won't us. pretend to have known it for a long time. I learned it very recently, yeah, yeah. like today. Today. Retail Motor Industry Organization. Okay. It's essentially a body within the industry that mm-hmm. regulates who can and can't, meaning a garage to be approved by the RMI organization needs to be of a very high standard, similar to what the agents will deliver. But let's break it up into two different components. Mm. Some PWA takes to an RMI approved garage. You are going to get magnificent service. It's more convenient, etc. However, People often ask now, can I take my car, which is under service plan and guarantee to an RMI dealership? Yes, you can, but there are certain gray areas. Mm. Our answer to you is, with all due respect, why would you want to take it to a non-agent when for the same price, because it's being covered, Mm. you can take Mm. the agent? Your feeling on that uh, gray area? I agree with you. If you've got a service plan and a warranty on your vehicle, stick with your manufacturer, stick with your manufacturer-approved dealerships that actually have the name of the manufacturer branded on them. If you're out of warranty and you're out of service plan, totally different story. I know that the the whole right to repair, everybody's still arguing about the fine print, etc. It is not advisable. I would not advise 
that if you're under service plan, motor plan from your that's part of the car, sure. that you take it to an RMI workshop. Stick with your manufacturer. When the plans are finished, then you can make For up sure. your mind. Well, Simpure, ultimately, uh, you are out of warranty, so you're more than welcome to take it to an RMI-approved place. Um, and like Michael and Patty said, the guys are good, right? In small the, town. Especially in the smaller town. In a small town. You'll get good service. Looking to buy a new or used car? Visit changecars.co.za. Right now, before we go, we've got uh, some good news to share. I think it's a very exciting news. Very exciting time. So, Change Cars is forever growing, and we're going to have a new writer on the site. Patty, are you excited? I'm so excited. You're the new writer. So, we've created yeah. a new portal for you. It's called Patty's it's Column. Such an amazing opportunity. What Thank an apt you. name. Patty's Column. Patty's yes. Column. <laughs> and after the wisdom you've shared today and the knowledge you've shared, I think people will want to read what you've written I do on the site. So, yeah. Right, so anyone interested in reading uh, Patty's articles, my articles, I think hers are way more informative than mine. <laughs> Head over to changecars.co.za, click on the blogs tab, and you'll find everything, including Patty's column. Awesome, very exciting. Thank you, guys. Patty, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here and sharing what you've shared. I've learned a lot today. Michael, as always, you are Carpedia for a reason, and. You, the listener or viewer, if you're looking for any car-related advice, motoring-related advice, be it car buying, bike buying, insurance, financing, you know the people to go to. The other thing I want to share with you is that Change Cars has added a new tab on the website. It's called Leisure, right? Self-explanatory. So if you're looking for a boat, jet ski, caravan, get onto changecars.co.za, click on the Leisure tab, and you'll find it all there. If you want to get a hold of us, it's podcast at changecars.co.za. Myself and the team will help you out. For South Africa's best motoring content, catch all things motoring on DSTV Channel 189 and on YouTube. New episodes every week.